Today we have on a close friend of me and my wife's. She was actually the maid of honor in our wedding. And, you know, she's been around since day one. And she's been there for my wife. She's been there for me. And I've seen her go through so many different things. And, you know, it's cool to see someone, you know, start somewhere and really like knock down goals to get to where they want to be. And she's in the process of doing that. You know, she keeps knocking down these goals one by one. So I really wanted to talk to her and get her in here and, you know, talk to her about, you know, what it was like going through those things and then also what she's doing now. So here she is. This is Laura Miller. It's, it's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. Someone messaged me the other day and was like, why do you yell so much? I was like, what do you mean? Like in your pictures. I'm like, I don't know. It's just my thing. It's my artistic thing. It's like, my thing. It's, that's my look. I he think, actually doesn't yell a lot. I'm just throwing that I really there. don't. I don't yell at all. <laughs> I know. Like, I think I sound weird yelling. I don't think I've ever heard you yell. No. I mean, the only thing I... I don't really yell, but, like, I, I've screamed because I scream for, like, music. Oh, you like screamo? Oh, you don't know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> I was in a band when I was younger. Lead singer? Not singer. I was a screamer. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had a um, gig at Frightland. I've only been to Frightland once and I didn't like it. Yeah, but we didn't get to play because it rained or something like that. <laughs> I was like, Is that your big gig? That was it. And then we broke up because bunch of, cause the other guys were like in other bands. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> uh, so we didn't like... They were like, oh, no, I'm going to focus on this band. Yeah, it wasn't focus a priority. On mine, you know, and all we did was like we put like words in a hat and like shook it up and we're like, oh, and we pulled out the words and it turned out to be My Day and Night. Oh, that's not bad. My Day and Night. Yeah. yeah so that's a, it was a decent name, but it didn't you know, but <laughs> didn't pan out. You know, it was funny because like we took like a band picture and all the dudes are like wearing black and stuff and I'm wearing like tight ripped jeans with a polo on with my collar popped that red lion look were, yeah, yeah yeah that's what it was that's what you it was this is my preppy this is my preppy look because it was with all my friends that i went to middle school with and they're all like skater and you know we're all like that yeah but i'm with the red lion and then i kind of yeah. turned like athlete prep, prep whatever jock all that stuff you know what i mean but you still like screamo but, oh yeah i still do it's, yeah it's my favorite <laughs> yeah but that's why i like the yelling thing and plus, you know, I don't really see anything like this. It definitely stands out. I know. That's what I want. Yeah. Gotta, gotta put yourself out there. And I like this picture because it reminds me, it's when we first um, got the house. And we had this certain light in the basement. And you turn out all the other lights. And this light, it was just like, um, you ever seen like a scary movie or something where they're like in chains and they're like sitting in the basement uh, and you just had that one spotlight yeah. on you? That's what it was. I mean, you can see it right there. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool, but that's about it. <laughs> but what have you been up to? You know, just working, working that orthopedic life. <laughs> Is that a day? Like, what do you do outside of work, though? Not a whole lot. I mean, the no. pandemic has changed my life a lot. Really? I used to go out, hang out, happy yeah. hour. But now it's more like come home, 
cuddle with the dog. <laughs> just yeah. Just find a bed. show. Find a show to watch. I've done a lot of Netflix lot binging. Of Netflix. A lot of Bravo binging. I just watched all of the Housewives. Oh, every season. I can't do it. They're so funny though. It's good because it's light TV. Yeah. So it's like everything in the world's kind of really depressing. Right, right. So then I go and watch Bravo and it's so stupid. Yeah. And light that mm-hmm. it's like funny. Right. It's kind of a break from reality, even though it's reality TV. Right. It is because they're talking about petty and stupid oh stuff. Oh my God, you're like, oh, this is what whatever. you're worrying about right now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's bigger problems going on. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I kind of do, too. Like, I watch the stuff to keep me updated on what the world's going through. But I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I need to laugh. Yeah, then you, you know? need something. I need something completely stupid. Yes. You know, just to lighten the mood. Right. Or whatever. But, I don't know. I'm not a big um, TV watcher. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watch YouTube a lot. See, I don't. I don't. Really? I've never really watched YouTube. Yeah. Um, what have I watched on Netflix? I, I don't... I watched the Queen. I think the Queen's Gambit was the last thing I watched on Netflix. Did you watch Bridgerton? No, no, because after you watch The Crown, you don't want to watch Bridgerton. Oh, uh, I didn't watch. Bridgerton. No, The Crown is legit. I love The Crown. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to watch it. Yeah. I have a lot of time on my hands. Yeah, yeah. No, The Crown. The Crown was really good, and um, because I think most of it's true. Uh. So yeah, I think a good portion of it is true, and. A couple things they even left out because it didn't match the story. Okay. Like um, the sister of Prince Charles was attempted to be kidnapped. And she like kicked the dude's ass. Really? And they don't even, yeah. I was like, how do you not put that in there? Like that's a legit story that you could put in. Yeah. But the director was like, it just didn't match what we were going for. But see, that would make me mad. I want the whole story. Yeah. I mean... They didn't do too much with her because it was more on Prince Charles. Yeah. Because you talk about the queen and Prince Charles and then you get down to the boys and stuff like that. Yeah. And the I Princess mean, I, Diana. I love like true stories. Oh, that's what I do too. Yeah. Like the documentaries yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I watched the one on the Challenger. Did you watch that? The Challenger. The space shuttle that went up and exploded and there was like a teacher uh, on it. With the teacher. It. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh my God. Last episode, it shows you, like, real-time footage right. of it. Exp- oh, my God. I was in tears. But it's it's cool to, like, see that stuff. I can't even imagine. You know my granddad signed up for that? To be he on applied, it? He applied for it because he was a teacher. Shut up. That's, That's insane. I know. It was crazy. And all her students are watching. And there were so many, like, like, the day before they were supposed to go, but the weather wasn't good. And then they knew that they probably shouldn't go, but they did it anyways. Mm-hmm. And then it exploded. I mean, that's got to be the hardest thing. Like, think about how many people were watching that. I know. All these little kids watching their teacher. And you just watch it blow up. That's wild. I don't know. The last one I watched um, was Night Stalker. I heard about that. You I, haven't, watch it? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I didn't finish it because it started to scare me. I started waking up in the middle of the night and like checking all my doors and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Because usually, and I don't know why I was like that, because usually I'm fine because he's di- he, like he's dead. Yeah, he's gone. You know what I mean? And also, it was back in like the 80s when no one locked their doors, no one shut their windows. Right. All that stuff. And now everyone's got alarm systems. Everyone, you know... 
stuff like that. Yeah. Sean just watched, I guess, the Cecil something hotel. Yeah, Cecil Hotel. And all of a sudden. That's different because that girl was our, weird. He's setting our alarm all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we've never turned it on before, but. Yeah, no, that one was different because I think, I didn't watch it, but I've heard the story. And and now you got a lot of people trying to go to that hotel and trying to get in oh, and stuff like that and see, yeah. But no, there was that girl had a series like a history of like mental illness and stuff because I think her, like her sister came out about it and was like, yeah, she used to think someone was out to kill her all the time. Oh, yeah, so it was a normal, <laughs> it was a normal <laughs> thing, everyday thing, you know. You know, no, but the Night Stalker thing. Uh, even watching uh, Mind Hunter, it was all about serial killers. I watched a little bit of Mind Hunter. I loved it. Yeah. You know, but I had no problem sleeping, nothing like that. Yeah. But this Night Stalker one, just like, I don't know. Maybe because he didn't have one particular person to go after. He would just be walking down the street and be like, oh, I'm going to go in this house. Yeah, like there was no pattern. Like, uh, like one, he was in a neighborhood. He... Uh, Killed someone at one house, you know, just walked down the street and was like, oh, I didn't get my rocks off. I didn't rape nobody. So I'm going to go in and rape this person. I was like, out of nowhere. I was like, how do you even know a woman's living there? Yeah. It doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he was raping. It doesn't mean age had no. I did hear that. There was no any. Like he he was raping 80 year old women. Like he was raping everybody. And, um, it was just wild. And he was so reckless. That's the thing. Yeah, it's terrifying. You know? What year one, was it? It was it was in the 80s. 80-something in California. And uh, um, what did he do? Uh, he was about to kill this one girl, and her roommate came home. And she, and she thought that he got away. The girl thought he got away. Right? But he's standing right under, over the counter. She's hiding behind the counter. He's standing on the other side, waiting. For her to come up. For her to come up. Because he, his thing was, he got off with this shock factor. You know? So his, so she killed, so after he killed her, uh, he heard the roommate come in. And, um, so he goes out to where she is. She's not paying attention to him. She has no idea he's there. Yeah. Because he's like in the dark, right? He actually bangs on the car. So she'll look up. Uh, and then he shot her. Her She put her keys up. It hit the key. She lived. What? It didn't hit her. Yeah. The bullet hit the key hit straight Hit the key. What? I was like, that is a miracle. I mean, she... That is a miracle. She had a, an angel That's what I'm looking saying. out. Like. That's what I'm saying. It was the weirdest thing. And so she lived. And then she like went around to the, the corner... To the front of the house, because he went in the house and she walked ran out of the garage to the front, thinking like, "Oh, he's not gonna come this way." Nope, comes out the front door. <laughs> Jeez. So I think like I don't I forget what happened with that. I think like he just like ran past her or something. I feel like the and uncertainty just, and like the fact uh, that there was no pattern that's what makes it scary. Yeah, dude was an animal, and it just freaks me out. Like there's people out there like that. Yeah. But nowadays, I've like I don't want to jinx anything. But you see less of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, I think you just see a lot more gun violence. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot more, it's a lot more recklessness. Which is also kind of scary. <laughs> and less of, yeah, less like methodical, like, 
oh, this is what I'm going to do to this person. Like, like serial killers. Serial killers. And, yeah, you don't see that. You yeah. don't see a Buffalo Bill. You don't see, right. uh, what is it, Son of Sam. You don't see all these guys that are like methodical thinkers. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> and all these dudes are smart. Right. That's the craziest I mean, they have thing. to be smart. Like, oh my gosh. That's just, that stuff blows my mind. Ted Bundy, that, I went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, so did I. I oh watched my, all of them. I watched them. I read the books. I watched all of them. I went um with that one and then Waco, Texas. I watched that. I watched the documentary. The, the Davidians, mm-hmm. whatever. I watched like five documentaries um, on that. Are there more? I can't oh, remember which oh, one I watched. There's more. You probably watched the one with the dude from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the best one. Yeah. But, uh. No, the other ones, because I wanted to see, like, if they all said the same. Because, you know, documentaries are biased. Oh, absolutely. They're not going to keep it, like, you straight. know. Right. Straight yeah. with you. They're going to pick one side and what they believe happened. So, I wanted to say, okay, what's this one say about it? And they all pretty much say, said the same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I didn't agree with that, what that group did. And I felt bad for those people that got sucked into that. But what the law enforcement did was just unethical. Oh, it was terrible. It was, oh my gosh. Definitely not handled correctly. No. But it was weird. But anyway, what else you been doing? I'm telling you, I really just... Nothing. I go to work and I come home. Work. <laughs> it's like, I was thinking to myself the other day, I think it was like a Tuesday and I'm yeah. like looking for Saturday. I'm mm-hmm. like, is this what life is? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go to work nine hours a day for five days. Mm-hmm. To only look forward to 48 hours of yeah downtime. I don't want that, man. <laughs> right. I don't want to live this life. Right. Have you picked up a hobby or anything? Are you trying to... So, I mean, I'm looking into Delaware Sports League softball in okay. the spring. Yeah. But, I mean, it's hard because everybody has different schedules. Like, mm-hmm. I have people that would want to play. Yeah. But do our schedules match? Yeah. And I don't know if I'm outgoing enough to be like a... Free agent. Yeah, like a free agent. And let me tell you, I've done that twice. It's a nightmare. Okay. It's a nightmare. <laughs> like, I don't think um To be on a team with people that don't care. It's it's irritating. Like, my soccer team was fine. I had no problem with them. Yeah. You know, we all got along, all that kind of stuff. My basketball team was a nightmare. Yeah, see? There was, kid, there was people on there that didn't even play basketball before. I'm like, why are you even here? To have fun. No. I'm like, and I got a, a dude ended up getting into my face. Oh, oh, I, yeah. That story, oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. You know I, mean, what I mean, you know, so I'm like, is it worth it? Is yeah. it just going to cause no, me it's more better stress? To, yeah, it's better to get a team together. Yeah. And to have people that you like playing with and you know. Yeah. And you know how they are. So. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. I mean, I no, don't even cool. know if they're doing it with co- I mean, it's outside, so maybe, but. Yeah. We'll no, they should. They should, especially if it's outside. Come on, let's, let's. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like we have refs and stuff. I think there's right. like one. Yeah, and that's even worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're letting people choose the rules and stuff like that, it, that's what yeah. I hate it. You know, let's just, let's just have refs. Cause no one's gonna call their own fouls. Like, like for me, they yelled at me because I didn't call fouls. Yeah. I was like, I grew up not calling fouls. What are you talking about? I used to get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Got throw some elbows. That's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> We played, when I was younger, we used to play football in this big field, and um, there was this, like, I don't even know where he would come from, but this dude named Bunny, he would just come out of nowhere. Like, I was like, dude, where do you even live? Like, Oh, my. His name was Bunny? His name was Bunny. Yeah. 
And um, I don't I don't know who gave him that name or what, but he looked homeless. But oh, yeah, no, he was funny as anything. <laughs> but one time we were playing football, and he couldn't tackle me. You know. And um, this is when I like first started lifting, so I, f- I was like big and strong, you know. Yeah. I felt like well, I felt like it. And so one time he couldn't tackle me. He jumped on my back and started jamming his fist in my face. I was like, "Dad, go on!" I threw the ball and we just started going oh at it. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. That's a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> <laughs> that's a technical foul. That's not. That's not. Come right. on, bro. Yeah, but that kind of stuff. No, but no, I think um. I think that would be fun. Yeah, no, you know? I especially when it's, if it's if this was people that you're friends with. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good and time. It's, you know, it's nice to get out there and a little anger management. Right, hitting, hitting a softball. Right, exactly. Got to get it out somehow. There you go. There you go. And then it gives you something besides work <laughs> to look forward to. To look forward yeah. to, you know. I think I, I I probably sound like a broken record, you know, um, telling people at work this stuff, but. And I was just talking to another person about it. Is it's like there's so many people that are living to work rather than working to live. Right. You know, and I think that's what the problem is with people and why people get stressed out and the anxiety because they're not doing anything that they love. Right. You know, because they don't know what they love. They can't figure it out. Yeah. You know, and luckily um, I'm blessed enough to like have stuff that it just comes to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um. Like, even my mom. I was like, have you ever had, like, any dreams or, like, aspirations? No. You know what I mean? Just living. Just living. Just working, you know? Yeah. But she's very family-oriented. So, I think that's her thing. Yeah. She lives for her family. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. Because when you just wake up and you go to work and that's it, it's, like, mentally draining. Mm -hmm. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, is this life? This can't be life. Yeah. There has to be more to it. Right. And I feel like I would, like, I really want to travel, but right now it's just not the time. Well, now you can't, but now is a good time to plan for it. Right. I mean, I've been saving money. Yeah. Save money. Save money and then plan out, like, what you want to do at certain places. Right. Like, what are you talking about traveling? Like, Europe or something? Oh, I'm thinking Ireland. Ireland, okay. Greece. Those are my two big ones. Germany. Because I have friends that live in Germany, so I would love to go to Berlin. Yeah. And explore there. Okay. But I think Ireland would be the top one. Why? Because you're Irish? Duh. P.S. I I love you? Come on. That's like gold right there. I'm trying to be a nice Irishman. Right, right, right. (laughs) Nah, that'd be cool. I've always wanted to go to Ireland too because, you know, I mean, you could tell I'm Irish. Yeah. um, I always wanted to find out too, like how, like what my percentage is. Have you ever done the DNA? Nah. You I should. should. I should to see what the percentage is. Absolutely. My, what do you say if um, because like you know, have you hit you? You could say like your grandfather, your great grandfather, but what if they're like eight times great back? You know what I'm saying? I think it's like eight or nine. Ancestor. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Something like that. But um, but it goes far that far back where I don't know the difference. Between indentured servant and a slave. Oh. You know, but they say my ancestor was an indentured servant. We have this whole book that talks about the Hamricks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it starts with him, Patrick Hamrick. And uh, he lived in Ireland. I forget what uh, town it was. It's a small little town. But then the English came 
and were taken over and stuff. So he was made an indentured servant and stuff. So I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. That I come from that. You know what I mean? And um, so, and then best move ever. So the guy that owned him, right? His so-called like master, yeah. whatever they call him, his owner. Uh, he, Patrick Hamrick took uh, the owner's daughter and came to Virginia and got married. <gasps> they got married on the way here on a boat. I was like, "Yo, that's a what? boss move, man! You took the gr- you took the dude's daughter, yeah. They got married I mean, on that the must way. Have been true love, right there. That's she what I'm left. saying. They got married on the way, like on the boat or something, on the way, and they settled in Virginia. And then they, uh, it was normally hand brick, and then when they got here, they took the B out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what made it different by yeah. taking the B out, but. Yeah, and then they went to they went to West Virginia, so. Well, that explains all of your ties to West Virginia. There you go. <laughs> and then that guy is supposedly my ancestor. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's actually him, but I know there's a statue of him at WVU. Okay. And um, his name's Rimfire. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, no last name. Like, it's just... Rimfire Hamrick. Oh, okay. Yeah, but his nickname's Rimfri- Rimfire. And you, have you looked into it, or... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say why. Hmm. It doesn't say why. But I'm pretty sure... I don't know if that's him, but yeah. I know there's a statue of him somewhere. Right. But, but yeah, that's why I love West Virginia. I have a bunch of my cousins went to WVU. Yeah. My one cousin was a dancer there. Um... All that kind of stuff. So that's why I love West Virginia. Yeah. You should you definitely know? do a DNA test. Yeah, I think I need the, to. The kids. I know I'm um, Irish, German, and Polish. Okay. I think that's about it. Yeah, I but. don't know. I don't know. I know I'm definitely Irish. I okay. mean, you can tell by looking at me. Yeah. My last name's Miller. Miller. Right. Um, and like my grandparents are the Kennys. Like, okay. Very Irish. Yeah. But I don't really know. I mean, I think there's a little German... My mom says that her ancestors were Canadian horse thieves, so I don't really know what that means. What? Horses? <laughs> horse thieves. Oh, horse like, thieves. Like, they stole horses. They stole horses. <laughs> I mean, from Canada, I don't know. Something to look into. And they into. got the, night, they got the, like, the Clydesdales. Oh, yeah. Those are the big horses. Like Yeah, like the police horses. Dang, go on. So, I mean, definitely something you gotta to look into. You got to be a good thief to steal a big to horse steal like that. A big horse. You know what I mean? Those things are loud. Those things are Like there's it's not it's not easy to be sneaky. How do you, how do you be sneaky with that? I don't know. That's crazy. Great distraction maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. I was listening to a podcast today and um they're talking about the same thing and they had uh so there's Asians on there, there's two black guys and then there's a white guy. And they were talking about which is interesting like White people have all these things. You can be part this, part that. Yeah. But like if black people or Asian people do it, it's just, eh, you don't have that many. You know what I mean? That much like diversity? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it depends where you come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's cool. Like if you're black, you can see where you're from in Africa. You have no idea. Yeah. You know? Um, And it all depends, I guess, like what your ancestor did prior. Right. You know what I mean? But if they just stayed like with their people or like whatever. Like no one ever moved yeah. out of. Yeah. 
Ancestry's cool. I just did a doggy DNA kit on my dog. I, oh, I need to do that too. <laughs> Gotta do it. I'm so excited. I, I didn't get the too. results yet. Yeah. I mean, I know she's, I know my, I know Ziva's Rottweiler. Yeah, she definitely looks Rottweiler. But I can't tell, the tail tells me shepherd of some kind. You should, I got the. But I gotta do that too. I forget what it's called, but it was only like $70 on Amazon. Yeah. I'm excited because they say that Bandit is a Yorkie palm. Okay. And I see a little bit yeah. Yorkie, a little bit Pomeranian, but there's definitely something else in there. Right. He's a little heavy to be a Yorkie palm. <laughs> That might be my fault, though. I don't know. Hey, it could be. could be. could be my fault. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's crazy. He lost a pound, though. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> so with work, kind of explain what you do for work. So I am an x-ray tech, and I've, I graduated in May, so a little less than a year. Um, an x-ray school, let me tell you, is one of the hardest things that I've ever done. Yeah. But obviously worth it. Um, but I work in an orthopedic office. So we have spine doctors. So there's like a pain management spine doctor. We have a spine doctor that does like replaces vertebrae with hardware. And then we have sports med doctors who work with the high schools in the area like Sally's. Padua, uh, Ursuline, St. Mark's, I feel like it's mostly like the Catholic schools, but um, they do all of their sports meds for their sports teams. Yeah. And then we have joint replacement doctors like um, who do hip replacements and knee replacements, mm-hmm. and they're the busiest ones. Like our joint replacements, um, those doctors see almost 90 patients a day. Jeez. So you're se- like you're talking from seven thirty to four thirty. Yeah. They see ninety patients. What? With it, I mean, it's insane. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how they do it. They have a PA that works with them. Right. So there's two of them, but um, a lot of joint replacements, and then we have trauma doctors. Mm. So they're the ones that are seeing all of, like the traumas that come into Christiana. Like I've X-rayed people that have hardware from shoulder. To wrist, from hip to ankle. Like, it's insane. That's so, that's... A, I mean, it's pretty cool on my end. Yeah. It's very unfortunate on the patient's end. Them, right. But, I mean, I... They make it so that they still have a quality of life. So, it's kind of yeah. cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a lot of people that have gunshots. Damn. So, like, you see the bone, like, completely shattered yeah. by a bullet. Right. The first time I saw that, I was like, wait, what's all the white stuff? And they're like, that's the bone. bone. And I was like, oh, just my scattered. God. You got to pick all that out? They actually, they like, it. most times it stays in. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's it's wild. And um, I was talking to the one PA, and I'm like, this kid's only 18. Yeah. And he has this, like, gunshot. And he's like, did you know that? Or he was telling me, like, it's really a shame how much we see of this yeah. these days. And he was like, did you know it lessens your life expectancy by like 30 years hmm. if you are a victim of gunshot violence before the age of 18? Dang. Oh. And I was like, that's so depressing. But that's the sad end of it because then you see. But the fact that you survived it, because you could have been dead right then. Right. You know what I mean? So at least you get to live... A little bit and hopefully learn from it. it. Learn from it, right. But um, 
So that's like kind of a sad end. But then you see these people that come in, they can't even walk. Mm -hmm. They get a hip replacement and they're fine. Yeah. And I was telling someone the other day, it's funny to watch. And you're not going to like this. Men versus women. Mm -hmm. So we had like an 84-year-old woman come in the other day. Right. And she walked in. Mm -hmm. She had a walker. She was limping a little. It's on the table. Her hip replacement completely came apart. Right. So her hip was no longer connected to her femur. It came apart. Like, she shouldn't have been walking. How was she walking? I, I have no idea. Like, she, it hurt her was a she little. Limping? She I mean, she had a walker. She's okay. limping a little. But she, and we were like, get her on the table. We take the first picture. And I'm like, so we go, Whoa. we go get the doctor. And he's like, get her off the table. Like, we're not doing any more imaging. So we're like, do you want a wheelchair? And she's like, oh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Walked right out. No, 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 take the wheelchair. Like, no, please, please get in the wheelchair. <laughs> but then you have these guys come in, and they're like 25-year-old mm. men. Yeah. And say they hurt their knee-lifting weights. Stupid. And they want a wheelchair. And I'm like, bro, there's nothing wrong with you. Learn the right technique to lift oh weights. You didn't do anything. It's funny. That's like, um, I had an issue when... How old was I? I don't. It was a couple years after high school, because at my high school had like an all night dodgeball tournament, you know. And I was like, "Oh, I'm all in for that." Yeah. You know what I mean? So played all night, you know, just throwing balls as hard as possible, right? And uh, after like a couple months went by, and my side is still sore. I'm like, I thought I was just sore from throwing, yeah. you know. So I went to go get an X ray. And uh, they put, you know, they lay the things on you and stuff to cover up. And then um, I was like, they didn't, like, take where where it actually hurts. Oh, yeah. So I was done and I was like, um, I was like, are you going to x-ray, like, where my rape hurts? And she was like, oh, it's not the other side? I was like, no, I told you it was this side. Yeah. Oh, well, you have to make a different appointment for that. What? And I was like, oh, nope. Sorry. So, so my x-rays came back fine because they didn't even do the part that hurt, you know? That's weird. So, uh, I actually started going to the chiropractor, you know, and I was, I told them what happened. They're like, they're like, oh, we can do an x-ray here. Right. So I did an x-ray there. They're like, Ben, you rotated a rib. I was like, you can do that? They're like, yeah, there, you rotated like a millimeter or two or something like that. And then, um, the, uh, the fluid was like hitting the the area where it was supposed to be supposed supposed to be, and uh, that's where the pain's coming from. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's weird!" So I, don't I had think to. I've ever seen that to be. I know. Honest. So I never even heard of it. So I had to get adjusted like three times a week, and then over time, it was better. If, yeah, ribs know? ribs are tricky. There's not a lot you can do. Like if you yeah. break a rib, mm-hmm. they can't do anything for it. Right, it's just time. That's crazy. And hoping it doesn't puncture something else. That's crazy. But it's also funny because I worked for a chiropractor yeah. for a year or so. And now I work in an orthopedic office. And they hate chiropractors. Like they're against. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I loved getting adjusted. It felt great. Why do they hate them though? Because they take business from them or no, are they competitors? I think, I think they just, I really don't know why. Okay. I think they just don't agree with. That form of medicine. Okay. And I can't like 
say it's an overall opinion, right. but from what I have seen in her, from what you experienced, right? right. Yeah. It seems like they're not really a big fan of chiropractors. What about like physical therapists? They do. Like physical therapy, we send a lot of our patients to physical therapy, okay. and um, so you kind of work hand in hand with them. Right. But then chiropractors are kind of like right, and I, I mean, I don't really understand it, but we also have occupational therapy, like yeah. as a part of our practice now, like mm-hmm. DOS now employees occupational therapists, which right. is kind of cool because a lot of our patients, especially like hip and knee replacements, like you kind of have to learn to walk again mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's pretty cool. The practice is definitely growing, which is a good thing, especially right now when most businesses are struggling. Mm -hmm. So I'm confident in in my job right now. Right. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need. The business is booming. So it's reassuring. Like I don't have to worry about not having a job at the moment. Oh, yeah. Which is a big reason I went into healthcare. Mm -hmm. And I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but then I was like... I actually don't like bodily fluids, yes. so I actually don't yeah. want to be a nurse. Can't do it. I, I trained a nurse when I was still a personal trainer at a gym, and uh, she was like, I mean, this girl was like 100 pounds soaking wet. She was like, I need to get bigger. And I was like, all right, got you, you know? And um, so we started deadlifting, started squatting, all this kind of stuff, right? She was like, so one day she came in, and she was like, Ben, you'll never believe this. I was like, what? She was like, we had to pick up a 400-something pound woman off the floor. And uh, that deadlifting really helped. You know, I mean, I had, she was like, I had help, you know, picking up this woman. So as we started to pick her up, she just shit everywhere. It just sprayed. Say, I can't, I can't. And I was like, nope. I was like, you guys are, you know, the, the real MVPs. Yeah. Because, you know. Can't do it. Even, even before COVID, like, you guys dealt with, like, the worst stuff like and the worst the people. the literal shit. Oh, the literal shit. Like, yeah. oh, that's disgusting. Like, ugh. I know. I mean, you got to <laughs> you know? be a special kind of person. You do. You know? I talk to nurses because now we have nurses at uh, my job that sit there and they have to, like, take temperatures and stuff. Right. And I ask them questions all the time. And I'm just like, like, what do you, like, do you love your job? Yeah. You know, she and the girls like, yeah. She was like, yeah, there's some, everyone's going to say they don't like going to work. I don't want to go right. to work, you know? Nobody wants to go to work. But there's days where you just can't beat a compliment from someone or someone like recommends you to somebody. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I feel the same way, you know, as like um, when I was a trainer, I felt the same way. Yeah. It was once in a blue moon when I got a compliment, but uh, it felt real good yeah. once it happened. But no, I couldn't do I couldn't do that. I'll probably go into what you're doing. Yeah, it's you know, and I mean, even being an x ray tech in the hospital, yeah. I mean you still deal with it. But it's not as bad. It's yeah. like no like I mean if something like that happens, you can always call the nurse. Right. <laughs> but um the x ray techs in the hospital still definitely deal with a lot. But at an outpatient site, it's very rare that you mm-hmm. deal with something like that. Yeah. Um but I still like it's still rewarding because it's these like old older people that can't walk, can't you know they're in pain, and they appreciate like the little things like mm-hmm. just helping them get like sit up off the table, get them into a wheelchair instead of using their walker. Right. Um, and a lot of times, especially right now, 
it's tough because unless you have a physical or mental reason to have someone with you, mm-hmm. you're the only one allowed in the office. Yeah, it sucks. So like these older people who have had their spouse come with them to every doctor's appointment their entire lives mm-hmm. are now on their own. Right. And they're scared. Yep. So you have to be that like reassuring person like, oh, like this is going to be fine. It's going to be quick. You're going to mm-hmm. be in and out. Yeah. So it's still rewarding even though it's not as serious as maybe being in like an ER. Right. So I still love it. Yeah. But that's something, you know, what's like the, uh, is that gunshot thing kind of like the worst thing that you've seen? Or that old lady? That would freak me out. That, listen, that old lady, I was like, oh man. Like, <laughs> like, like I took it. I'm like, uh, yeah. cause like a lot of times there's two of us. Right. So like one x-ray tech, We'll go and do the positioning with the patient. Mm -hmm. They come behind the lead wall and I'll expose. And she'll go, she won't even really look at it. She'll go back out to the next picture. If I see something wrong on the computer, I'll be like, okay, wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. So like I took it and she went out to the next picture. I'm like, do not move her leg. Like we can't move her leg. And I was like, I had never seen it before. Dang. Um, it was completely, like, off it? Like, so, like, your hip, like, there's a ball that goes right. in your hip, and it's connected to this that goes into your femur. Yeah. And they were no longer connected. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I don't understand how she was walking. That's why I don't... That's, that's definitely amazing. the craziest thing I've seen in the orthopedic world. Right. Um, But in, like, clinical, still in school, in the Christian ER, mm-hmm. I went on a trauma code which is when the person is getting cpr Mm -hmm. like on their way there like they're not in good shape so that was definitely like the scariest wildest thing i saw overall in my x-ray career because like it's like this man is now receiving cpr in the trauma bay and his wife is standing right there yeah like i was still a student so i'm with the tech and it was the first time I had seen something like that. Mm-hmm. So she was like, let's take a walk um, and, like, catch your breath, like, get mm-hmm. yourself together before we go right. back to the department. Because I was like, I'm like, I can't. Cause, and just knowing that, like, my mom has been in that position, I was like, hold on, listen, I'm about, I'm about right. to cry. Right. So I was very thankful for the tech that was like, let's take a walk before we go back anywhere. Like, just get yourself together and, yeah. then, and then we'll go back. So I think a lot of times people don't realize that, like, especially even right now, like the whole like frontline mm-hmm. x-ray is always there. Yeah. Like chest x-rays mm-hmm. are always like one of the first things they'll do in a trauma. Even with COVID, they mm-hmm. take a chest x-ray, they get a chest CT. It's, I mean, underrated, I think. Yeah. But very important. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're still around people. Right. That have COVID, you know, have you done COVID um, x-rays or no? So luckily I haven't. Um, They do chest x-rays for COVID, but it's more like, because I'm at an orthopedic, Mm -hmm. we don't really do like chest x-rays. But if you go to like joints and stuff like that. We're we're like, we're strictly bones. Okay. Yeah. Shoulders, feet, ankles, hips, femurs, all bone. Right, right. But like chest x-rays are really looking at your lungs. Mm -hmm. So, but you can go to like an out, like Med Express. Yeah. You can go there and get a chest x-ray. Okay. So they're definitely exposed to potential COVID, especially because right. they do COVID testing. Of course. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, because I've, I mean, I, I don't, have you ever seen one? I mean, like I've, a, I've Googled them just because oh, okay. I'm Well, that's curious. why I was wondering <laughs> if you've seen one in person because, you know, I've seen pictures of them. Right. You know, but it's just like, that could have been just that person. Right. You don't know if that's every person that their lungs look like that. Yeah. And I mean, especially, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows. Yeah. With COVID. Right. I mean, of other things you can see like TB, pneumonia, mm-hmm. uh, collapsed lung yeah. on a chest x-ray, but um, COVID is its own. Yeah. Own category, I think. Right. <laughs> so is this kind of like where you're, um, like... Where you were trying to get to? Like, no. was this your... Okay. So no. You, so, I want to work in a hospital. Okay. And I wanted to work at Christiana, but, like, I was very upset when I didn't get in there. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think it was kind of a blessing in disguise oh, because, yeah. like, those x-ray techs are working their butts off. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's stressful and it's scary. So, where I'm at right now, I am content. Yeah. But I'm definitely, like, working towards something. A little more, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I think I do want to still work in a hospital, but mm-hmm. right now, I truly do believe not getting that job was a blessing in disguise. Right. Because I go to work, and I come home, and I don't... I mean, there's a little bit of nervousness, mm-hmm. because I am around people, right. but it would be a hundred times more if I was in a hospital. Yeah. And when you look in, like in your field, I know it can't be just about the money. Right. So when you look at another job that you want, do you look at like what you're doing plus the money? Or it's like, oh, I'd rather do this and make less money than do something I don't like for more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it would be more, for me, it's more like my mind, like what's yeah. more challenging. Because mm-hmm. I get, if I get bored, yeah. it's... It's tough. Like, right. it's tough to go to work if you're bored. Exactly. Like, you want something that challenges you. So that's one thing with orthopedic. It's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm still okay, but I'm afraid that I might get bored with it down yeah. the road. Right. Whereas with a hospital, you see something different every minute of every day. Yeah. Um, but then, like, even with just a x-ray degree, yeah. you can go into CT you can go into MRI, you can go into mammography. So like there's a ton of different lanes to go down. Right. So even if I just get bored with plain x-ray, mm-hmm. I could apply for a CT job. Um, and then you just have to sit for CT boards within two years. And you can be a CT tech, which is something even different. Right. And like mammography is different. Um, you can go to school more and get a radiation therapy. Mm-hmm degree and do like chemo and stuff so it's there's a lot i mean there's a lot more that i even knew of so it's pretty cool yeah where do you do have like a five-year ten-year plan to like see where you really want to be like do you have those long-term goals i do and i um not this isn't really like a five-year goal but it's it's more um I want to go back to school and get my bachelor's Mm -hmm. and then eventually become a teacher. Okay. Like I, like I had x-ray school teachers, so they're employed by Christiana. Oh, okay. And they're kind of like outsourced to Dell Tech. Yeah. So the programs through Dell Tech. Right. Um, 
but they're Christiana Care employees. Mm-hmm. And I had the best experience in x-ray school. Yeah. And I absolutely loved my teachers. And then I had teachers in high school who made a very big impact on my life. Yeah. So I want to get the experience in the job mm-hmm. and then get my bachelor's and then eventually become a teacher for x-ray. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I think that teachers have like such a major impact on people's lives. Of course. And I've like experienced that. So that's just kind of what I'm going for eventually. Right. So that's more like a 10, 15 year goal. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have that in mind. Yeah. You know, some things along the way might change. Yeah. But as long as you have something that you're going for, um, you'll never feel like you're staying stagnant. Yes. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why, why that's why goals and like short term and long term goals are important. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. And I know I've texted you this like before and I've yeah. told you this, like how proud I am of you because I remember back to the days at ShopRite. Oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? And how much you like <laughs> there was nothing went through there. all that. Yeah. Like like you were going through the ringer. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and you've come like Struggle. this and you've come this far already. Yeah. You know, and that just shows like you just got to put in work. Right. You know, and I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, 18 years old, you, you don't know what you would do with your life. Exactly. And my dad has told me like, once you figure it out Mm -hmm. and you know what you want, it makes it much easier to put in the work for it. It does. And it's tough to figure out what you want, Mm -hmm. but once you do and you put your mind to it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, I'm 30 and I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Because you think you have it figured out. I thought I had it figured out with personal training. Yeah. I lost love for it. I didn't have a passion for it anymore. And stuff. You know? So for me, it's very important to do something I love to do. No matter if I'm making money doing it or what. So after personal training, I was just like, I got to get a nine to five. Yeah. You know, just to, you know, support my family. So did that but i get to do stuff that i love on the side yeah you know and grow that right and work on it it's all about a quality of life i think in the end it's not always about the money right i mean money's nice but right and i think you you have to have money you know i think a lot of people take me the wrong way is because i talk about this all the time like (laughs) i just don't shut up about it you know uh i'm just very passionate about make sure you do something you love to do because if in the end if you look back at your life, you're just like, oh, I just survived. Right. You what know, is that? I just worked to pay my bills. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. I understand you got to do that. But you can't be lazy when you get off work. Right. You know, you got to take that time. I was telling someone at work the other day, like, because they wake up and then they go to work. So I was like, we come in at two. Oh, Oh, wow. I was like, so you wake up at like 12? Yeah. Oh, what's that? what do you do? I was like, what do you like? What do you do at nighttime? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I stay up till like three or four. What, playing video games? I'm like, video games, watching TV. Oh, man. I'm like, how about you? But then you come, come and complain about the job. I'm like, you're lucky to have this. Yeah. We get paid to do nothing. So I was like, try waking up early. Oh, I can't do that. But why? You can or you, you won't. Exactly. I was like, no, you can. You just don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. But, you know, like um, getting into like nutrition and my body is just like I've seen my body recently and I'm physically disgusted. 
So I know we all have been Listen. been to that point. <laughs> we go through it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm lucky enough to have stuff in my house that I don't have to go to a gym. Yeah. So I decided, I was like, hey, man, like I just started like a couple days ago. I wake up, I do my cardio. I put all my clothes in here. So I get changed in here and then I hit the treadmill, yeah. you know, and then that way, at least I feel good about myself. Right. I did something about and- it. I mean, even just like feeling better about yourself, yeah, that's a huge step in the right direction. Right. And I feel like even just 30 minutes of cardio, then you go to dinner and you're like, I want pizza. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I worked out for 30 minutes today. Like, is this pizza worth it? Right. So then you start eating better. It does. You it know? does something to your mind that you would never believe. You know, the longer you stay consistent with it, it makes you do other things like I'm so glad that I had to go through bodybuilding for it to open the doors to see um, my work ethic towards other things. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so say like if you never worked at ShopRite, who knows what your work ethic would be? Yeah. You know, waking up at three, four in the morning. Yep. To go. All the time. Even though it's in the bakery. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still made it though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, even when you had long nights. Listen, and you, <laughs> there was a couple times, you know. Yeah. It was rough, but yeah. you know, you still got to go still do it. Even when you don't have a shoe, you still walk in there. <laughs> I didn't have two shoes. I don't have any shoes. <laughs> still got to yeah, work, though, there you, you know. Go. But you still did it. You know what I mean? And it's just something like that. Like, people think, like, we have these little jobs that don't mean anything. Right. But they do. It's about what you take from it. In the long run. Like, what are you going to learn from this job that's going to take you to your next one? Right. Because that next one, hopefully, it'll be a step up. Then the next one will be a step up. Yeah. You Always know? working for something better. I look at my past jobs and I look at the the owners of the gyms, the owners of the supplement shop and see, okay, what did they do that I can do different? Right. With my business. You know, how can I be a better leader? You know, the job I have now, the leaders are non-existent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, even though I'm not in that position, how can I do better? You know, I don't have to be a supervisor to be a leader. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can lead by example and I can try and help people the best I can. Yeah. You know, the coolest thing happened to me uh, the other day. Uh, This new guy, uh, cute little Asian dude, man. (laughs) Um, Uh. He, no one, he just started. No one showed him how to do anything. And he asked me, he was like, oh, Ben, can you like, uh, help me, uh, show me how to sign people in? Yeah. You know? So I was like, oh yeah. So I walked him through all the motions, like, but I didn't have to. Right. And it was time for my break. I could have went just let, but nah, I got to go on my break. You know? I was like, nah, man, I'll show you. Like, so I showed him. And then, uh, and then after that, like we started, he was like, oh, thank you so much, you know? And he was very appreciative and I was telling him like everything I do, like what time I wake up and my routine. Cause he was asking me. Yeah. And, uh, uh what did he call me? Like remarkable or something? He Aww. was like, and I was like, dang dude, like you just hit me in my heart, <laughs> you know? That's a, I, was yeah. like, I was like, Hey man, I was like, that means a lot to me. Yeah. I was like, thank you. He was like, oh, no problem. Aww. You know? And then we went our separate ways. But it's just something as little, uh, yes, the little things as to, you know, who cares about a 15 minute break, bro? Right. Like you're not going to do nothing on that break, but sit around and do nothing. <laughs> Play on your phone. Yeah. So 
you know, taking the time to like just help somebody and just talk to them. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get from that. And you make a big impact on them in such a little, like off of a little gesture like that. That's what I'm saying. And it's like with you, like I'm sure you have conversations with like the people that you yeah. x-ray and things like that. And you probably, you probably, they probably tell you too much that you don't oh, want to hear. all the time. Yeah. You <laughs> they overshare. don't have anyone else to talk to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but that kind of, um, they see what you do. And then if you respect each other, you know, right. I don't know. It's just, right. it's just the cool, it's just the coolest thing yeah. to just put yourself out there. But yeah, I don't know. But what else you got um, planned for COVID? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm telling you, I really Another? got nothing going on. I might try to go to Florida. I get a little nervous uh, about it. Boxes are so uh, open. Right. But I did just get my You're second. vaccinated. I so got my second vaccine. Yeah, so didn't have any side effects. Never got sick. Wow. All I got was a sore arm. Do you know which one you got? I got Pfizer. Pfizer. Okay. And uh, my sister-in-law got Pfizer. She didn't get sick. Okay. So. Because I think everyone's complaining about Moderna one. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So. Might go to Florida. See. There you go. My cousin lives there. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. See what's going on down there. I feel like I gotta go do something. I'm so tired of just sitting at home. Yeah. Do something. Like, get uh, out. Yeah. You know? I'm like, now I have money and I can't yeah. go anywhere. And that's the thing. is just like, even during this, I think people don't. I get it. I get. I, mean, I, I know what depressing. we're going through. I'm not. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah. I get what we're going through. I'm not. Um, I'm not one of those people who are just like, oh, drop all the rules yeah. and just do everything you want. No, I do the bare minimum. But I, like, you have to live. Right. You have to live. Yeah. And you can't just stop. Life. Every everything you do is a risk. Yeah. You know everything. Dri- driving a car is risky. That's, I mean, that's very true. You know what I mean? So you're taking a risk every time you back out of your driveway and drive your car on the road. Yeah. Right? But no one thinks about those things. You know? People are... T- oh, that's the thing that irritates me. People are, you know, running their mouth about COVID. Yeah. Right? While they're smoking a cigarette. Or yeah. while they're sitting there eating a hoagie. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sitting there obese and yeah. anything. You know what I mean? And we're, people are dying and stuff because they're doing that stuff. You did that Every stuff day. before, yeah. so COVID's just adding on to it. Right. That's why you're dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the cigarette smokers, I can't. Dude, I'm just like, don't complain. Yeah. I was like, don't complain. Don't tell me people are dying when you're sitting there smoking a cigarette. Or you're sitting there not taking care of yourself, right? Because you weren't taking your care, you weren't taking care of yourself before, before this, yeah. and you won't do it after, or during, or during. <laughs> you know what not I mean? So we're that. out here. People are busting their butt to take care of you guys, right? And try and save your life when you don't even give a crap about your yourself, life. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's frustrating. <laughs> You know what I mean? Makes sense. It's it. I just the way I feel about it. You know what I mean? And I've talked to people that have had relatives and stuff, and one hundred percent, I feel bad. Oh yeah, it I mean, sucks. It, yeah, it sucks that you have to have someone die. Um. But then again, that doesn't mean it's gonna do it to everybody. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it's a fact. No one. I don't think anybody really understands. 
It is. And then this thing is brought on. It didn't help that there was an election during it. Didn't help at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. It's a crazy world. But it is. You know, <laughs> but I think eventually, like, we're going to get back to yeah. the way it Fingers was. Fingers crossed. Yeah. No, we will. I mean, I'm not saying anytime, maybe it'll be this year or next year or whatever, yeah. but we will. We're going to get there and whether it's political or not, it's whatever. You know, I, I, I just believe in living your life. Yeah. You I know? would like to live my life without a mask. But, yeah, same. You know? Same. <laughs> Falls on my glasses and me I Me and Heather see. were just talking about it, but we're like, yo, it's going to be weird when we don't have to wear one. I know. Well, it's I, only been a year. I watch TV now and I'm like, wait, they don't have a mask on. Like, Yeah. Crazy. Oh, so when, so me and Heather used to do the Disney, we used to uh, watch our Disney vlogs and like right. react to them. And I had one lady uh, <laughs> comment on a video and she was like flipping out. I rate. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, why aren't you wearing a mask? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this was in 2019. Pre Rona. She was like, yeah, I guess I should have read the description. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But she like flipped out on me oh and stuff. She didn't God. even apologize. Oh. Yeah. Shocker. I was just like, this was filmed in 2019. And Free she was the like, Rona. yeah. So I was just like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, and what were you going to do anyway? Yeah. Like, what was your comment going to do? That's what I'm saying. Like, how would you would have helped? How would you help that situation? Yeah. Especially by like. like- <laughs> No, uh, I, don't know. I I can't. That's what commenting that. on things is just it blows my mind yeah. because it doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. It's like how are you helping the situation? Your, what are you doing to fix the situation? Help, yeah. You know when people leave negative comments on things, I'm not someone that really gets any negative comments. Right. You know, but uh, but also I don't put that I don't kind of I don't put that kind of stuff out there. You know what I mean? I don't feel the need to. Um, pressure people to believe the same thing I believe. Right, you know what think I mean? one way. Right, yeah. and that's why I love talking to different people because everyone I talk to believes different things. Right. Everyone I work with has a complete political, different view politically than I do. Really? You know, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I like, I take both sides. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm the looking only way at both learn. sides of things. Right. Um, it doesn't help that they're not educated in what they believe. So I can't really talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you talk to someone that actually knows what they're talking about, you're just like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know? But when I try and tell them the same thing, they're like, oh, no, that's wrong. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Very close-minded. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you know? know? But, but yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. And I thank you for coming on and talking thank about you yourself. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hopefully I didn't make a big fool of myself. I don't know. All right. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I haven't thought of a sign out. Because I haven't had any... It's weird because I haven't had anyone in person for such a long time. Okay. So I'm used to like signing out on Zoom. Okay. Be like, okay, bye. Yeah, hang up. Hang up. Let's see. I'm not very creative. I don't know. Right. I'd be like 10 4. <laughs> Roger <Ten> out. <laughs> four. That's good to me. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, bye. Thank y'all for listening. It's the Strong Tire Podcast. We're out. Peace. No
you looked the wrong, wrong way. Cameras right there. Oh. <laughs>